Hey everybody, how are you doing? This is uh, Jay Carter, coming back to you with the second part of my podcast, episode 14. And uh, I had to do some editing, and it took me a while. Um, I try to leave things clear, uncut, as much as possible. Um, I mess up a lot of stuff, and it's not that good looking, but I hate seeing edited crap. So I was doing the same thing. Uh, but the, my uh, Joshua talked quite a bit, and I was trying to download everything, and it was just a little bit difficult to download everything. So I had to break it up into two parts. Second part, as you can tell, we're, we're drinking a little bit more. We're a couple glasses into the into the uh, scotch, so it, it goes a little, it flows a little bit more, and we enjoy it a little bit more uh, uh, talking and smoothed out a little bit. Hopefully, you guys are enjoying it, and uh, talk to you soon. Can and, you bef- and before you know, I'm just kidding. What are you doing? <laughs> I'm po- uh, uh, no. As I'm re-pouring, I'm like, <laughs> you're, as you're talking, go ahead. <laughs> but by the end of the evening, you've mm-hmm. got yourself 70, 80 business cards. And you know what I do? Then I go into the lobby if it's a nice hotel or something, like the, the Viceroy, they have a lovely lobby. I sit down and I start connecting with people on LinkedIn. I send them a little note. And it's a face to the name by the time that morning, everybody's connected with me. Right. And now we're moving forward. I don't have time to deal with it the next day. The next day I've got fires to put out. i got work to do. i mm-hmm. got closed programs. I don't have time for it. So be more conscientious when you're going to a networking event that that's why you're going. You weren't supposed to see the name. I didn't, I didn't <laughs> it. Is it Japanese? Damn it. <laughs> yeah, it's a Japanese whiskey next. No, this next one is. Oh. I'm just wait. Go ahead. Go, That's good. Go, I like go, the finish. Go, on this, oh, yeah. The finish on this one. Well, we're we gonna take it. Hmm. Uh, we're gonna go uh, number one. Oh, you want? Yeah, you want to take a break? No, no, no. Wait, wait, are you gonna break them down into this is A, B, C, or D? Or? Sure, that was number one. Then that was number one. Sure, numerical. Yeah. I was like, if you want to take a break, I don't know if you need it. No, no, no. Okay, and then um, what else? Uh, any other? What, what other tips would you have for uh, people making a podcast? Should they uh, not drink on the air? I don't know. I get a kick out of podcasts. I have to tell you, I get yeah. six to ten people a month reach out to me and say, can you be on my podcast? Sure. I was going to do a podcast. I don't need to do a podcast. I'll just do a podcast once a month with interesting folks. I don't have time to stare at the red dot every month. I mean, sure. every day and create new content all the time. I get to talk about different things. And like you and I, we talk about something maybe I didn't talk about last month on a different podcast. Interesting. So I like that from that format. If for people who want to create one, like my buddy Andrew Warner did a great one on, that he started years ago called Mixergy, where he interviews CEOs of companies mm-hmm. and stuff. I think that's terrific. I think, you know, people who have accomplished a lot of great things, I think it's good to interview people who haven't done anything yet, but who have all kinds of aspiration. Sure. You know, discuss about what that game plan is. That would help a lot of people who are trying to figure out what they do. There's a lot of kids trying to get out of college right now and figure out how can I hit the gate swing. I'm still a kid trying to figure out what I'm doing. That's the crazy part. But uh, they are. And they're struggling out out there. I mean, there's a lot of anxiety. There's a lot of depression. There's a lot of frustration of young folks who are comparing and contrasting themselves to everybody else on the social media. And there's just something about sad about, I don't know, maybe since I turned 50, I don't give a shit anymore. (gasps) Can I say say shit on the air? My goodness. Yeah, I'm joking. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I, I didn't actually cuss on this one. Usually, if I'm by myself and I'm podcasting, I do say the F word a lot more. I'm than sure my mother would say you have a better vocabulary than that, but that was the appropriate word for that moment. Yeah. No, I <laughs> cuss all the time. I don't know what it is. It's just Sometimes it's the short way to get to stuff. Um, what was my other? I had another another big question. Um When's your oh yeah? When's your next seminar? When's your next? Uh, I've got a lot of different things going on. I have a course starting in a few weeks in Palos Verdes here, mm-hmm. teaching public speaking to teens. Get the teens away from the screen. So it's a six week course specifically for these kids. It's actually interesting. It's in Palos Verdes at a place called PVNet, which is mm-hmm. the largest um, 
STEM tech center in the United States from middle school to high school. So I work with a lot of engineers. I do programs at AT&T and Raytheon where engineers have a challenge being able to uh, pitch, present, persuade essentially because mm -hmm. a lot of these folks, actually for them, they had challenges putting them in managerial roles. And I coach people on Shark Tank. So this idea that if you have some really cool ideas, you got to be able to present it well. So kids, uh, I think it's very important if they're creating things. In this case, they do 3D modeling. They do gene mapping. They mm -hmm. do uh, droning, VR, all kinds of fun tech and stuff. So what happens? They come home and then what does the mom and dad do? And they say, what did you do today? Nothing. Hmm. Okay. So my, my goal is to really encourage them to have them to be able to talk about what they do, talk about what they made, talk about how they're doing it, talk about why they like it, all of these things so they can articulate more effectively because that's what they need later on. I work with doctors at City Hope. It's the same thing. Mm -hmm. They're not just speaking to people out in the audience who want to hear their findings on their research. They want to know, can I give you funding for your research right. and you better engage me. Yeah. Right? And so this is, I'm excited about this particular one because I work with a lot of professionals and I love working with kids too because uh, it's not too early for us to cultivate this skill set. Yeah, I, I know that, um, well, I'm always reading LinkedIn news. I'm always reading, I read a lot. Um, so what do you think, how can we get younger people to interact more, open up a dialogue, especially with, a, I guess I'm becoming older. So how do you get people to, how do you get younger kids to, to open up, open more dialogue with, uh, it seems like we're losing younger people in the workforce. Well, we have to engage people, right? And and by the way, it's younger people, it's boys and girls. We need more girls involved in STEM, sure. right? The science, technology, you know, and then all the things, now they even created called STEAM, so it includes arts, which I think is interesting, and mathematics and all those things. Mm -hmm. I think... People gotta have to get excited. They have to wonder what it's all about. I coach high school debate teams, mm -hmm. and oftentimes the teachers bring me and I, and they teach them how to frame an argument, all these wonderful things, and I go in and I teach them how to engage the audience. It's like a lawyer. I have a lot of lawyers I work with, right? Sure. They have five people they have to speak to in a, in a, in a courtroom. Mm -hmm. The judge, right, who's trying to keep him on track so he doesn't go off and around. The jury, who's sitting there with their arms crossed, like, entertain me, motherfucker, because they watch CSI. Mm -hmm. Right? Then you got the, the his client who's wondering if he's going to fire you sure. or um, <laughs> you know congratulate you, right. and then you got the opposing counsel who's listening to and parsing everything you say to see if he's going to object of what you're talking about, right? Absolutely. And then you have this is an interesting person, the galley, the people in the audience. Mm -hmm. Why? What's the, why are they consequential? Because after you're all done, they're the ones who come up to you and say, "Excuse me, sir, can I have your business card?" Hmm. Now I saw this firsthand. My father was a famous trial lawyer. And I had a unique opportunity to really see him in action, and uh, and it was it was tremendous. And it was really just a beautiful sight. And those that's the that's the paradigm I saw of that kind of finesse that he was able to talk to five different ears at once. And entrepreneurs have to learn this. They have to yeah, do that. They have absolutely. to have a hook, right? They have to grab you right away on absolutely. Shark Tank. Like if you don't get them in right like that, goodbye. Yeah. It's not just about what percentage chance you're taking or what you're you're taking giving for equity or this that and the other. They want to know. What. It's communication, open communication and dialogue and saying the right thing and, and wording it the right way so that people understand. And I tell people that, by the way. If you're good at what you do in life, you're going <laughs> to be asked to speak to a large group, I guarantee yeah. you. And if you wait till that last night, I just trained six people for E3, this the big video game conference uh, this week. Mm -hmm. Half these folks have never been on a panel. They've never been on a key. They never had to do a keynote. Mm -hmm. Why are they waiting till now to start working on this skill set beyond me? Interesting. Very interesting. But not, but kind of, because older, you know, younger kids. But what do you do for the 50-year-old? Yeah. Starting so, over again. 
Well, they're not starting over again, but you know what? I was involved with Toastmasters for years and the average age I think was 45. So when kids come out of school, the last thing they want to do is join a speech club at you know, 22, 23. And then they leave it be and then they find they're not getting promoted. They're not working that things aren't happening in their careers. And at 45, 50, they say, you know what? Maybe I should join. What's that thing? Toastmasters. It's that speech club where I can kind of get over my fears of public speaking. I can hone my, and they, they sponsor the world championship of public hmm. speaking. They do all kinds of crazy stuff. And I, I, I came in third in that, by the way. Get this, in 2006, Jay, I came mm -hmm. in third in the regionals for the world championship of public speaking. I get more mileage at coming out of third, at a losing the event, <laughs> than my buddies have won the whole thing straight out, right? And it's been interesting, and I encourage people to get involved in things like that. Build the skill. So how can people contact you, besides through me? But I am on all social media. I'm okay. on Facebook. I'm my company page, Shulman Communications Interactive. Mm -hmm. I'm on Twitter, Joshua underscore Shulman. I'm at Instagram, at Joshua Shulman. Sheesh. I'm on LinkedIn, of course, by my name, Joshua Shulman. I'm on WeChat, you which is Chinese social day. media. I'm sorry? You blocked me on my LinkedIn. No, I didn't. Oh, yes, you did. You blocked me. No, I didn't. That must have been an accident. Okay, I was just I'm making it up Brad. anyway. You're Brad. I'm talking smack. And then Keiko Talk, which is Korean social media. Good luck. And I'm on Google. Nobody goes to Google Plus anymore, but I got sure some friends who work there, so I better be on there otherwise I'm a jerk. <laughs> no, Google Plus is good. Anyway, there, there's a zillion different things that you should be on and, and do, and I'm on everything, so you can find me. Plus my website at getcoachingfromsci.com. There we go. Bam. That's what I was waiting for. The God, zinger. I'm trying to do the plug, man. That's the only way you guys give me all the big dollars. <laughs> so, <laughs> but, um, right. Um, so what else? What, what, yeah, let me. I, I gotta try to give you this extra. Yes, I know. I know we have more glasses here, but I want to. I'm. Dude, that's oh, an. Yeah. I'm gonna tell you something. That's an elegant pour. All right. I'm that's all right. A, <laughs> that's <laughs> an elegant pour. Look at the color on that. Isn't too. that fancy? It's so sweet looking, delicious, honey like. By the way, I love the glasses, like the highball. All the glass. I, I never understood why they call them highball when they're small. Can you explain <clears> that to me? Do you know that answer? You know, I, I'm supposed to, and I have a w a new. W set class I'm supposed to be in next week, and I'm supposed to be past that, and yeah. I totally forgot. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, I like the way it listens <laughs> so, against the, can the glass. See how the structure on that? Sure. Oh, yeah. And the way you hold that, because you don't drop these kind of glasses. They just sit really well. They do. Uh, we watch our shows. My girlfriend and I binge shows and stuff, and she always wants to share. She drink, she shares my scotch with me now. She never liked it before. I think we talked about that, too, and you yeah. were saying that you were like, honey, you can get your own glass. Get your own glass. Yeah. yeah. I think she wants to share it with me. So instead of two fingers, we do the four fingers. <laughs> nice. There you go. It's a good way to do it. I, I've been on this yes. whole, uh, I forgot what it's, it's rye. It's, I think I told you you put some bitters in it. You put the ice cube. Oh, uh, yeah. Old fashioned. Mm. I've been liking old fashions for some reason. Um, I don't know. No rhyme or reason. I just do. I drink so much wine all the time that. I'm enjoying drinking the whiskey. But even having water, I mean, uh, an older friend of mine says he says he likes ice in there because it it, it actually brings out some of the aroma more and more, more the flavor. I think to each his own. I'm not a purist with anything, whether it's yeah. motorcycles, everything. It's like you know what? If you like it, ride it. If you sure. like it, drink it. Who's judging you? Who cares? Yeah, it doesn't matter. Who cares? Totally. I, I mean, I I 100 million percent, especially when it comes to drinking. I I just drink whatever. I mean. That sounds horrible too, <laughs> but I mean, I, I think working in a high end location, sure, it's amazing when I'm showing people good buys, yeah, and they'll say, "Oh, I'm looking for a nice white wine," and I, I'll show them that's eight, one that's eighteen dollars, and uh, they're like, ah. and "Of course, it is Beverly Hills." So next thing you know, I'm I'm showing 
I'm showing them a wine that's fifty-five dollars. I'm like, well, I mean, my my friends are kind of you know, uh, you know, uppity. So I'm like, all right, you want to try this Corton Montrachet? You want to try a Corton? And of course, they look at that and it says four hundred bucks. I'll, I'll take it. Don't Just know, by the price. Don't know nothing That's about it. That's their value. I put a value on our friendship. It's $400. Yeah. It's, it's stupid. It's no, crazy. it should be the thought. It should be what it is. I, exactly. But I every, just turned 50 this last year. All my friends in my poker game, I had our birthday poker game every year. Sure. They were all bringing me scotch bottles. All different ones. And it, it felt like it was a competition on who was bringing the higher year and who was mm-hmm. bringing. I liked the most unique bottles. I, liked, I, just, I didn't even want them to bring. I just appreciated that they did. Yeah. That they showed up. People never show up unless I'm paying. I had a buddy who showed up. He didn't even bring a bottle. He said, oh, Josh, I'm taking you out one night. I said, you know what? That's what I want. I want time with a human being. Sure. And that's what scotch is. Scotch is a time with Absolutely. another human being. Because you know what? If someone says, Can we, I'd like to go out, not for drinks. I want to go out and have a nice single malt. I'm going to say, you know what? I'm going to have a nice hour and a half, two-hour conversation with this old friend I haven't seen. Yeah. Hopefully longer. Yeah. You're absolutely right. My my uh, brother and I, we're, we believe in not drinking alone, so... He, he FaceTimed me, and we <laughs> we don't drink alone. We have rules, so I'll be like, oh, is it time? He's like, it's time. And we we yeah. FaceTime, but then we're not drinking alone. I don't think this is about but, getting wasted. This is about getting just to that buzz that's so well, optimal sure. that it's like, you know what, this is comfortable, and I appreciate it, and I want to remember my conversation yeah. with you. Oh, I mean, yeah, my dad was an alcoholic. I guess I've, I would, which I probably am too, but I, I look at it a different <laughs> way than he did. The guy drank to just pass out and I actually drink to enjoy the people I'm with and around me and just, you know, you just relax more and yeah. it's just funner to, to... But they see that's important too because yeah. sometimes people drink to get, to lose their inhibitions and I think you have to come originally welcome to be able to ask or be asked things sure. and say things that you wouldn't normally say without the, the lubricant oh, yeah. of the alcohol. No, I'll talk anyway but I, I like being you relaxed. Will. Yeah, I'll talk and say what I think. No, but you know how a lot of people are. They're like, let's do a few shots yeah. before the night gets started so sure. they feel more comfortable and... It's, that's why I'm drinking right now. Then they now. say dumb things. I literally eat two bananas and started drinking, so horrible. That was breakfast. Anyway, I think we're going to wrap this breakfast up for today. Champions. Yes. Oh, yeah. I'm going to wrap this up. Yeah. And uh, hopefully I'm going to have you on again one of these days. Awesome. And uh, I'm going to have some other drinks. We also have a, uh, we also have a uh, rosé I want you to try as well, which I don't know if you're a big wine guy. I so. do like wine. So I have a nice rosé for you to try. Yeah. Is and, it coming uh, with a nice little porterhouse or? Uh, no, it could. I really appreciate it. Yeah. Maybe a little cab? It's mine. The, the porterhouse is in my... Uh... Before we hit these cigars, I get a little meat in me first because I like <laughs> to leave, eat a little food before I smoke those cigars. You know how they can be on the stomach. That's an open-ended... I don't know. No, I've it never was not. Had it a was exactly what it was. <laughs> I see an early dinner. <laughs> I have a little meat in me before we go do something. Uh, damn. Hey, you, you were steak. You were, you were staying up here. I like to bring it. Wine, spirits, cigars, and anything here. else includes prime rib. It oh includes yeah, includes yeah. sure. a nice sure. uh, T-bone or a, what do they got? A nice tom steak. <laughs> As a, you guys don't see the faces I'm making for the Facebook Live T-bone. <laughs> I don't know about this guy, but anyway, yeah. No, we could possibly pull something out. I have bananas. No, yeah, just saying. Always, so. <laughs> I'm always worried about my potassium. It's good for you. It's, it's horrible. Yeah. It's, I, I actually didn't get to eat, and so if I don't eat a meal, then I always eat a bunch of bananas. No, because I love cigars, but I don't. I generally want to make sure I've eaten a meal before I do it, because otherwise, I'm, you know how you get that stomach. The lining is not covered, and you're, you're feeling it the next day. Nope, I don't know. Right, I do. But that's, <laughs> it'll probably happen to me. Note right. at home: if you don't smoke cigars, make sure you eat some food. That's right. Okay. All good. Bananas. Eat bananas. 
<laughs> anyway, I'm going to wrap it up, if you don't mind. Sure. Unless there's uh, something else anyone wants to bring up. I'm looking at everyone else in the room. And All right. So so there you have it. That's uh, episode 14. Uh, I'm going to be having, a, we had Greg Kawamura on this next week. And I'll be getting that one, editing that, and putting it up, uh, uploading it ASAP. And hopefully you guys enjoyed this one. Um, please keep the emails coming. You could email me at um, jaynela at gmail.com. Again, J-A-Y-W-I-N-E-L-A at gmail.com. And uh, give me some questions that you want to go over or some stuff you want to know about with wine, spirits, or cigars. And I'll put that on the air. Um, we're also talking about doing some other stuff. We're going to have some other interesting things coming up with the Possibly a little game show. You guys might want to actually earn some cash and listen. Okay? Talk to you soon. Take care. Bye.